0: Hello, folks. Welcome to the Genuinely Interested podcast. I'm your host, Roy Bensvee. This podcast is an opportunity for me to speak with some of the most interesting people I know, either with amazing talents or achievements or unbelievable life stories or just invaluable insights into areas which they have dedicated their lives to studying. I sit down with these amazing individuals from across the planet and I try to ask them questions that will hopefully help you the listener extract something valuable or learn something new or just hopefully get inspired by. You can find all the episodes for the podcast on all the major podcasting platforms such as iTunes, Spotify, Google, Overcast, iHeartRadio, literally all of them. It's there. Uh, If you love the show, if it adds value to your life in any way, shape, or form, please, please leave reviews on iTunes. It really helps grow the podcast. It puts it up there so more people can see it. You can also find all the episodes and everything else, all the information that's updated regularly on the website, which is R O Y B E N T Z V I. R-O-Y-B-E-N-T-Z-V-I.com. And you can sign up for updates as well. Also been updating the YouTube channel. So I've been uploading old episodes pretty much on a daily basis. So you can find it there. And in the future, I hope to make video podcasting as well. If that's something you guys want to check out and are interested in, please shoot me email. I'd love to hear from you. And also make sure to check out the social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter. I post there daily. And lastly, if you guys want to support and help grow the podcast, please go to buy me a coffee or anchor or Patreon. It is an endeavor to grow this podcast and make it what it should be, and uh, it takes a village. So I want to thank each and every one of you for listening. I you know, I see that there are literally listeners from all over the world in each and every country. So thank you to everyone, and on to the show. Hello, folks. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. This week, I have Beth Steltzer. She is the founder of Save Women Sports. She is an amateur powerlifter from Minnesota. And Save Women's Sports is essentially a non-partisan, non-religious, non-affiliated to anything. It's a completely neutral organization. And its sole purpose is to save women's sports from what is happening in the last few years, which is male athletes who are transitioning to females saying they want to compete in women's sports and they have essentially been obliterating them. Uh, they've just been destroying the women. They've been taking away their medals. They've been taking away their records because what can we say? <laughs> biological male has advantages over biological female in sports, in sports. So this could be a little bit controversial. I don't think it is at all. I was happy to have Beth on and and discuss all these different topics The fact that it is somewhat controversial just kind of goes to show you what the political climate of today is, where you cannot have a conversation about something. I always want to have open conversations, and I'm going to keep having these open conversations about everything on the podcast, and I hope you guys enjoy it. This is a very serious topic. If you're interested in sports and interested in fairness in sports, this is why we have so many rules in so many different sports because we want to make it a equal playing field. We want to level it out for everyone, and we need rules, regulations in sports. Specifically, this episode is not about all the other things. This is about sports, and I don't think we should let a vocal minority dictate what the rest of us should do. There are reasons why men compete against men and women compete against women. If you were born male... You are stronger, you're faster, you're bigger. There are certain advantages in sports that you're just going to outcompete your female competitors. So I don't want to get too much into it. We go into all these different things uh, on the actual podcast. Beth is really passionate about this. Um, She got really emotional a couple of times. This is something she's been doing for the last couple of years, and she's really passionate and, and, and authentic in what she says, and um, she really wants to, her message to be heard. So without further ado, here is Beth Steltzer. Enjoy the episode, everyone. The Genuinely Interested Podcast. Hey, Beth. Hello. How you doing?
1: Great, thank you for having
0: me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Uh, I think you're doing very important work, and uh, I'm glad I could have you you on the podcast because this is a topic that not a lot of people want to talk about. And uh, it's a sensitive issue. I actually had a few people that you know told me. I mean, they didn't tell me not to talk about it, but they definitely weren't too happy. Got
1: some caution, yeah.
0: Exactly, <laughs> and it's it's very weird. It shouldn't be. It
1: is weird. absurd, right? It's not con- I don't th- I don't view I don't think it controversial.
0: controversial at all. So mm-hmm. yeah, maybe give people a little bit of background by yourself about save women sports. Just kind of bring us into the the current. Uh, that we are now with and how it started. I'm
1: I'm Beth Stelzer. I'm on the forefront of the issue of males competing in women's sports. The issue hit home to me at my first powerlifting competition where I'm at the women's state championships and here a male was throwing this protest because he wasn't allowed to compete. Mm -hmm. I was just like in shock. I had no idea this was going on. And then when I started speaking out, I got harassed so badly and it was like, geez, no wonder more female athletes aren't speaking up. They can't. They're bullied. Their scholarship sponsorships are held over their head. It's just an, a ridiculous thing. But I happen to be in a point in my life in a situation where I can use my voice, and here I am. We're helping. We have thirty bills across the United States right now that we're helping support to save female sports for only biological females.
0: Okay, so maybe let's 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 break that down a little bit. So. <laughs> You were first aware made aware of this in the competition that you were competing in that was when the kind of your eyes were first open to this
1: Yeah it was like my chance to shine in the powerlifting community and instead I just walked into this complete chaos and that's when I kind of fell down this rabbit hole of seeing how women's rights are kind of eroding under our feet and then you see things like Biden's executive order I mean here I'm going to get off track we can discuss that later <laughs> But it, yeah, it really opened my eyes to even see women supporting this mm-hmm. at that event. And then just everyone being so silent about it. I was like, we all have to speak up. It's it's almost like that tale, the emperor's new clothes, you know, yeah. we, we have to point it out. The, the truth sometimes hurts, but it has great power. And that's what we need to be doing here is standing in the truth.
0: Why do you think... Other women are supporting it. It's, it's almost like you're working against your own self-interest.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm not quite understanding, except there's a lot of societal pressure to follow along with this ideology, and women have always been put under the pressure to be nice.
0: Mm-hmm. So I guess do so not speak let's, up. <laughs> let's break it down a little bit. We're talking about men that have transitioned into... Are are there any guidelines? I mean, it's men that have transitioned into being female. Can it be... Well, you can't
1: actually transition into being a female. Like, societal-wise, you can insist that people call you names that are opposite of dictionary definitions. You can change dictionary definitions. You can change your clothes. You can change your body, but you still are what you are, right? But we are talking about males who self-identify as females invading female spaces. And what Save Women Sports is most concerned about is the records, the titles, the girls fought to have, to even have the right to earn are now being handed to males. So essentially, women and girls' sports will fade away.
0: But are there any guidelines as far as if me right now, Roy, right? No. So no, not I, exactly.
1: Oh, Depending on what sport or what federation, the Olympics just says you have to lower your testosterone for 12 months and magically you're equal to a woman.
0: But I can't... It, it, again, just just so I guess people, maybe not everyone's as aware and and just to, for people to get a better understanding. I, Roy, now being male my whole life, I can go and walk into a female sport and they will accept me or I have to go through that 12 month of, uh, you know.
1: It all depends on what sport you're talking about. Different sports oh, are able to make rules. their own rules right now. So the Olympics just says 12 months of lowering your testosterone. The NCAA doesn't really have guidelines um, as to how long lowering testosterone. They just suggest that. Uh, this, there's lift, powerlifting is is kind of my sport, you know, and there's non-drug tested federations. So basically they allow these males to enter into the category of females that are doping. So, there are spots that you could just walk in and blow away the female records tomorrow, Roy,
0: yeah. i mean i've 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 looked at some of the records. I've looked at some of the stuff. I'm just gonna read off some stats, all right? Just so we understand right. because I, for me, this is insane. Like again, like if if you're an adult, it doesn't matter. male, female, you can transition. You can be whatever you want to be. But when we're going into sports, right? This is why we have, anti-doping. This is why we have weight categories. This is why we have so many rules and regulations put into sport because we want it to be as fair as possible. And this is just such a massive, if you're saying there's no difference between men and women, it's insane. So these are some of the stats, right? (laughs) Just as an example, right? Fastest women, 100 meter dash, 10.49. Fastest men, 100 meter dash, 9.58. Fastest women, 200 meter dash, 21.34. Fastest men, 200 dash, 1919 women's deadlift is record 310 kilos men's deadlift 501 kilos right that's that's half a ton uh javelin men's record 98.48 meters women's 72.28 fastest marathon men two hours one minute women two hours 14 minutes average height for NBA players is six foot seven for men. The women is five foot nine, right? In MMA, just as the the highest women's weight category is 145 pounds, which is actually being Mm -hmm. scrapped because there's actually not enough women to compete in that division. It's 115, 125, 135, and 145 has got like four women fighting in that division. So I think they're scrapping it. For men, the highest is 265 and there are endless amounts of heavyweights, Right, right? right? And even let's go in with tennis. The world's best female, uh, um, sorry, best female tennis players, Serena Williams and her sister. There was a point where they, they, you know, everyone was saying best tennis player ever, right? Not female tennis player ever. And John McEnroe, he got a lot of heat because he was <laughs> saying, well, if she played against a man, she would rank like seven hundred. But they did actually. Both those sisters, they played against a guy who was ranked like two hundred, right? And he demolished them, right? And he they lost. Them
1: we have thousands. We have thousands of males in high school that can beat the women's Olympic record in track. In wow. powerlifting, males have a 64% advantage over females when you actually analyze the data of the records. And then you you go into more detail of the sports. You know, basketball hoops are a different size. When you go into volleyball, the nets are a different size. Mm. There are all sorts of different things. Hurdling. There, the, there's like six inches difference between the male's hurdle or more between the male and female hurdles. So when CC Telfer went from being ranked 200s, 300s in males to the next season winning females, not only did they have that male advantage, but also the hurdles were shorter.
0: Oh, that's interesting. So not only do they have the physical advantage, they are used to something harder Because they come from a different difficulty level. And then when they go to the females, it's it's shorter, it's lower, it's whatever it is. So it's automatically a little bit easier for them just because they're used to oh, interesting.
1: They're used to training on taller things.
0: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) To accommodate
1: for their body sizes. Yeah. And because you can't change your bone structure. You know, they're gonna have different hip angles different bone densities. You know, there are all sorts of things that we could talk about, like muscle structures and and organ structures that help with oxygen carrying capabilities. But we all know it's simple. I mean, the presidential physical fitness test that most of us remember in school, the differences are shown from age six. Mm -hmm. It's not just puberty that creates these differences. We have these differences since birth and it's merely cemented with puberty. We can all see from the high school even elementary when we were out playing as kids this is a common sense issue it's pretty absurd that i need to be here even or that you get flack for having for wanting to have the conversation
0: so h- how much flack have have you received like how hard has it been to bring up this issue
1: at, at first it was really tough for me when i spoke out in the community i got attacked mm. um you know all sorts of name calling and death threats but really? You know, when I go to speak at state capitals, I need to have security with me now. Um, (laughs) It's absurd, but that is a a small minority fraction of activists that want to try to make my life miserable to make me be quiet because they know there's, there's power in the truth. And the more I speak up, the more courage it gives to other people to also stand in the truth and know that, you know, some name calling is not. Is not going to hurt you. Don't let the bullies get you down because that's what they want. You have to speak up, even if your voice shakes.
0: Do you sometimes, you know, do you think, should I have gone into this? Like Because now you're so deep, like there's no going back. But maybe in the beginning, <laughs> like, oh, should I really have put myself through this? Is it worth it? Was, was those kind of thoughts going through your head? Of, of
1: course. I think anybody would be in that situation. Like is this the right thing to do? Is it not? But ultimately I woke up in the morning thinking I have to do something to protect these girls. Mm -hmm. And after even my first time writing a few posts, yeah, I still get, got a few names called at me, but I did get a message of support. So that drove me. And so each time I speak out now, those messages are more and more and more and they far, far outweigh the name calling and the negativity
0: yeah no that's awesome
1: so it, it makes me feel like i'm on the right path yeah
0: <laughs> no you definitely i mean look i um i you know more about this than i do but i i feel like this is mostly an american problem i don't know if this is happening. oh
1: no this is nationwide it is, um, it's, international
0: it, this is happening everywhere else
1: yes this is happening everywhere else really? and Even now, um, a bunch of sporting organizations in Australia signed a letter supporting males competing in female Australian events. It is a nationwide issue, um, World rugby stepped up to protect females knowing you know they're a contact sport it just doesn't make sense oh, they've seen oh, an no. infiltration that's, of male rugby players that's coming into rugby and did you know that women have a way higher percentage of concussion risk than males do
0: really
1: it's just another reason why it just it doesn't make sense and I'm here you know I was a tomboy I didn't fit the boxes it doesn't mean I was a boy yeah we need to be truthful to people. If if a male identifies as a female, he still has a male body. And and we have women saying, no, that should be enough. We shouldn't need science. We shouldn't need statistics. We should be listened to.
0: Yeah. Why, my question is, why isn't it happening? If, if we go by that logic, right? If we're saying that a guy that transitions into a woman is a woman, right? Which I'm, I'm not saying that that is, but... That's the the narrative. That's, that's put the
1: logic. In, yeah, yeah. That's the They're narrative that's,
0: point that's being put out there. They're saying once a guy transitions to female, he's a female. Like, there's no difference. I, I keep hearing this, which it doesn't. It's not. If a guy, let's say a guy is 25, right?
1: Who two doesn't equal five.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's 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 do this. A guy reached the age of 25. He had a kid with a woman, and now he transitions into a woman. And you're saying he was never a guy. Like, that just doesn't make sense. Like, we just have to call things by That's what it. they are. But, yes, okay, thank but, you. <laughs> but, but let's go back to, 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 if I use that logic, why is that not happening the other way around? Why is it not women transitioning into men, going into men's sports and Ugh. obliterating the men? That's I've, I've looked it up. I couldn't find anything like there that.
1: There are males <laughs> who transitioned into females that start competing in male sports, but let's break that down. Mm. We have a known 10% disadvantage to males in sports across the board. And like I mentioned, when you go up to strength sports, it can be up into the 60 percentiles male advantage over females. So even if those females who are quote transitioning into being males by taking these chemicals, basically testosterone, that would be no different than doping. They can't make up for that advantage. And in USA Powerlifting, we have this incredible medical director that has broken down all that science. Dr. Christopher Hunt has some crazy cool speeches about it.
0: Okay. But there are no, just just so we're clear, there are no, because I've looked and I couldn't find, and maybe you know, there are None
1: dominating. They're entering. They're trying, but… Yeah.
0: It's not like the… And that's not not my battle to fight. No no, I'm just interested because if there are no differences, the the the, the, right. the, the logic should be applicable that they would exactly. go into the male's sport and dominate, but and they're could not. And
1: dominate exactly not. No. Um it's, a, it's only happening with examples males of going some into, trying to go into like men's race walking in the Olympics, but mm. they didn't qualify. So.
0: Yeah. No, it just it's Okay, so let's let's break down. <laughs> it's a crazy
1: ideology, right? It just it circles.
0: <laughs> it is. It's 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 almost like sometimes I'm like I, I have these discussions with people, and I I don't think they believe what they're saying a lot of times, and I think no, a few-
1: there's a lot of groupthink going on, a lot of gaslighting.
0: Yeah, yeah, and again, like and at the end of the day, I, at the end of the day, like I, look, I've been in martial arts my my whole adult life, and I think, you know, women, this is just for women. Like I'm literally, I, I want to stick up for women because they're just going to get obliterated. There's just no chance. And, and let's talk a little bit about actually what that means. So let's, if you could tell maybe the story about um, Selena Soul, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a great story.
1: <clears throat> now, and you're in Connecticut now, right? Correct. Yes, yeah, so these girls in Connecticut are so brave and courageous, have taken on the um, Connecticut Athletic Association the, um, to protect themselves because they lost when two males entered into track. <sighs> they took 15 state titles away from these young women. And there are four women now behind this lawsuit, Selena, Alana chelsea and ashley that have all stepped up in connecticut to help fight but when they went to to when they went to court the judge asked them not to refer to these athletes as males so that in itself set you up for what the vote's going to be i mean they asked the the judge to recluse and he wouldn't And, but we need truth here. These are males identifying as females and compelled speech is hate speech. In my opinion, once you start forcing people to speak untruths, what's the world going to be like?
0: And she was what? She was a. uh, So, sorry, I got
1: off track a little bit there. Selena, they're young track girls. They're like, they're in their high school years. They're running track. They're doing good. They're set to get scholarships. And boom, these males start competing. They start dominating. Just two of them took them out of races in front of the people that were recruiting them to go to colleges. Okay. So, she- so in a matter of just the boys saying, mm, I identify as a girl now. I'm going to go on the girls team. No questions asked. 15 state titles and over 85 opportunities. Gone. Wow. Wow. How many girls? How many girls have to lose out? Does it take one to be seriously injured? Do all the records have to be gone? Wow.
0: Well, so, essentially, girls are are losing out on medals, on scholarships, yeah. their future.
1: Opportunities. And it's happening at all levels. All different scholarships, all different um, sports, all different ages. I have a friend who's a world-class cyclist. They were told they were going to lose their sponsorship, which was a huge sponsorship for their entire team wow. if they didn't stop speaking out about how unfair it was that she lost in the world championships to a male. Wow. So it affects all levels. We have two girls in uh, Idaho that are helping protect the law that they started there last year. They, um, the ACLU s- sued Idaho for making a law to protect female athletes. Yeah, I. So when you have that kind of money, that forcing people, force feeding people misinformation, it's no wonder we're in the situation we are today. Having this talk, as absurd as it is.
0: What are some solutions? Like, would a would they make a maybe like a a a trans category where where where, where people could let's get into that? Yeah. Where so males- in
1: USA Powerlifting, the sure. male that protested my event showed up to the governing board meeting that I also showed up to and said that if we were to make a mixed category for them, that would be othering them. And that's not fair. They need to be validated into the women's category. But USA Powerlifting, who's now been sued by that athlete, did go ahead and make an MX category. That's welcome to any athlete that wants to as long as they're still drug free.
0: So MX would be mixed, mixed, and that would be both men transitioning, male,
1: female, female, male, whoever wants to compete. It's mixed. So we have men's, we have women's, and we have mixed.
0: So is that an actual category that's that's up and running now? Are there people yeah. competing there?
1: Well, it's new. It's it's probably going to take some time, but that's not up for me to build. My right is my my job here is to protect women's women's sports from them eroding it away. They shouldn't come in and be able to steal our rights. They should no, no, hundred percent. I'm, right?
0: I'm just saying, like that's a that seems like a very logical thing to do, I would right? I think so,
1: but again, we're dealing with an ideology that doesn't really deal with logic.
0: Yeah, and is that does that happen in other sports, or is that just right? Is that fairly new, and that's just one of the first? Um,
1: no, there are, there are other sports too, like other tactical sports who have responded and and done that. But, uh, CrossFit, for example, just they caved in when they got sued and and allowed males into females. And I don't think a lot of people know that yet, but we're really just seeing the infiltration of this transgender movement. And with COVID there's kind of been a, a A delay you know a lot of schools haven't had their athletic programs we are just now seeing the beginning effects of male inclusion in female sports and i really want to close the floodgate i think it's something that we can't can't come back from before we know it we will have female teams that will be entirely made of males
0: yeah yeah let's let's what are the different? because maybe some people are not again as well versed on this? What are the actual physical differences as far as lungs capacity, heart, explosiveness, strength, body fat, et cetera? Like what are the bigger, stronger,
1: faster? Yeah. You Better email, you know, higher hemoglobin, which carries the oxygen in your body, more myonucleolite, more muscle cells. So your muscles can grow stronger, bigger, faster, and they stay longer. They retain. During breaks of training, uh, easier than women can. And again, these these all cannot be mitigated by taking outside hormones or surgeries.
0: And no one's looking into that, right? Like for like, like you said, for a, a male to compete in in women's sport, all they there's I guess some testosterone, but they're not looking at bone des- density, uh, fast which muscle fiber. Muscle mass, all, all the other stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and also, I know there's probably a lot of men listening that probably don't want to listen to this, but there are other female realities, like training around menstruation, pregnancy, mm. menopause. They're, they're all real realities that should be considered and they don't get talked about.
0: Yeah. Well, that's another thing, right? If you cannot compete or if you're in in you know physical discomfort or pain for however many days out of the month, that is a disadvantage a definite
1: disadvantage
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> or having to take a training break because you want to have your family and coming back again. Only women can know what that's like to celebrate with a baby on your hip when you win.
0: Mm. Wow. Um, you know, I saw a video of, uh, I believe the name was, uh, Caster Semenya
1: Okay. Yeah. So that's a little different. You know, the, they're not transgender. They're considered intersex or someone with a disorder of sexual development.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Can you explain yeah, that? Yeah, they're not
1: transgender. So they're a person who isn't uh, using self-identity to determine their gender. They were actually born with ambiguous genitalia, what we used to call permaphrodites. Oh, really? Um, Okay. So it's a disorder of sexual development, and Castor Semenya actually is a male-bodied person. They have a disorder of sexual development that involves XY chromosomes. And they actually have internal organs that are giving them this quote natural testosterone advantage.
0: Oh wow. Okay. So she's they're not a
1: female but bo- they're not a female bodied person.
0: I see. All right. So that's a little bit more uh yeah, it's that's, a
1: totally different subject, but the two are being conflated. So I'm glad you brought that up because I would gladly advocate for someone like Caster to not be able to compete with women, and they should not have to modify their bodies in order to compete as women. That's not right either.
0: Yeah, I mean, she was demolishing these women. I mean, it so wasn't they can even...
1: compete with males if with their advantage.
0: I mean, she it wasn't even close. I, I saw some of the races. It it's just... incredible,
1: and you know. In the last Olympics, there was three males all winning women's records. They all three had disorders of sexual development that were variants of people with x y chromosomes, so that's a male sexual disorder. They all benefited <laughs> there's no real way to other way to put it. They have internal testes that produce testosterone. Mm-hmm. And they're being called naturally advantaged women. Think earlier about you,
0: that. <laughs> no, it, it, earlier you touched on on the executive order that Biden issued. And again, this is not your, your organization also. It's non political, non-religious. It's not affiliated to anything. Exactly just to make that clear, this is not about politics, just an an executive order that he issued. Uh, What are the real world consequences to to what? Maybe, again, for A, expand on on what the executive order is and B, on what the real world consequences are.
1: Yeah. So it's a scary thing to women. On Biden's first day in office, he basically said that any sex-based protections now go to people who self-identify He included gender identity in the inclusion of sex. So it's no longer on the basis of sex. It's on the basis of self-identity. So that basically erases what what a woman is and our sex-based protections. And so that doesn't allow us to say we're discriminated against when one of these males includes on our spaces. And... He also signed an executive order on International Women's Day where he said that Title IX should be enforced on the basis of gender identity as well as sex. And like I said, what this does is this erases the lines of what a male and a female is so there are no longer female sex-separated spaces.
0: Okay. And that's true not only for sports, that's true for...
1: Locker rooms, bathrooms. Jails. If you really want wondering- into the nitty gritty jails rape crisis centers think of telling a woman who's been raped sorry you have to affirm your doctor you can't turn them away just because they identify as a woman they might not even they don't even have to legally tell you they're a woman they can just present as a woman that would just be awfully violating i'm i'm a woman who suffered from sexual abuse from domestic abuse from stalking i can attest to the fear that women have after going through that and we rely on those sex separated spaces to heal.
0: Wow. Yeah, that is it it seems to and I guess I guess because of this uh, social craze that that's happening right now we seem to not care almost about the the half the country which is women and we're overcomp we're overcompensating we're we're I'm trying to find the right word. <laughs> it's very sensitive, but essentially
1: we're pandering to the feelings of a few and we're throwing women under the bus over half of the population along the way.
0: Well, that's a good way to put it. But yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's what I was going to say, I guess. Yeah, it's uh it's crazy. And and again, like there are a lot of women and I think maybe in hindsight they will regret it, but there's a lot of women Look, I think the in the US I'm not from the U.S. originally. And I think that's why a lot of times when I see stuff in the U.S. happening, I'm like, okay, this is a little crazy. But the U.S. has had a long history of of, of civil um, upheavals, right? And every time there's a new civil uh, thing that's happening and that's the forefront and people want to be on the forefront. And now I feel like this is what they're thinking. Like, this is the latest battle. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and sports are the spearhead.
0: And yeah, and I think that's where they're getting it a little bit confused with definitely like you should have all the rights you want in the world. Everything like I I lean liberal, just about everything. (laughs) Right. Like, again, like you should be able to live any life you want, have all the rights you want. I want to take a break here
1: and say most people paint me as being very conservative, although I do have some conservative views. I do hold many liberal views as well. This isn't about attacking people this isn't rooted in hate i just want to protect females we haven't even had title IX for 50 years and we're talking about throwing that away i feel like i have to do something what look at all the women gave up behind me to have what i have
0: yeah and again that's that's exactly my point like this isn't about attacking anyone this is just about preserving the option for women to enjoy sports the same ways that that men do.
1: Hey, we should have the option to have our own spaces as well.
0: Yeah, and I mean, gender identity—it's—it's it's ephemeral, right? Meaning, you can be male today. There's female... definitely
1: no solid definition to it. It's—it's it's a fluid thing. Yeah, bouncing in and out.
0: So you could have a a a male transition to female. Win, uh, I don't know, some some trophy in some organization, and then following year, he right? Can so go this back to male, male.
1: at my competition identifies as gender queer now, male or female, and mind you, in the USPA, which is a different lifting federation than USA Powerlifting, they hold the women state titles.
0: Wow, Did, but would they get stripped if they transition back to if they now identify no. as males? Nope. Because now you have a male. That's not in that, that federation.
1: Title. Yep. Oh. Well. Yep. <laughs> Where are we at here in this world? Like I said, two plus two doesn't equal five. You're not going to force me to say it. They're not women. This is just absurd. It doesn't add up.
0: And it seems like people, and I'm, I mean, I'm sure you've been on the on the end of, end of this, but there's people who speak up, they get shut oh. down. Really, like Martina Navratilova, John McEnroe, uh, Sharon Davis, all athletes, um, and they lose sponsorship, they get kicked out. Yeah. So people are. Yeah, really
1: it's real. It's a it's out. a real threat. There is a lot of money behind this movement, and they're not afraid to throw it around, and they're not afraid to knock you to the ground. It is just so sad that just it has to come down to personal attacks and name calling and taking away personal livelihoods of people. When that's all you have to attack, doesn't that say enough that you're not in the right?
0: Yeah. So how how you know you've been earlier before we started recording, we talked a little bit, and you said you've been very active, uh, going and speaking to in a lot of different places. How has that been so far?
1: Yeah, I, I really stepped out of my comfort zone and I'm just like an average mom who had this experience and just had to run with it because I couldn't stand not speaking.
0: Because you up. don't have any background in in, in this type of absolutely thing. no
1: political background, didn't take speech class in high school, wasn't a part of debate. Like this is not my thing. I come yeah, from yeah. this with without ego, not considering profits or a political career. I come at this because it's the right thing to do. And yeah, I I didn't even vote all the time before, but you bet I will now because now I know what's going on in this political system and it takes normal people to step up. But and I'm seeing that now with these bills that we're helping support, uh, other states are copying each other. And now we have 30 states that have introduced legislation to support female sports. And as they each introduce them, we're getting connected with them and telling them that We support you. And if I can't get local athletes to show up, I will. And I've been testifying at about, I think, 10 hearings now to help support these bills. It's a crazy thing, average citizen to be in the government buildings and doing this. But it's just solid proof that everyone's voice matters.
0: How do these bills, do they not contradict the executive order that Biden put through? They do. And how does that work?
1: So eventually these bills are going to be forced into the federal system. There's there's eventually going to be a big court case over all of this. Or court cases.
0: <laughs> so I guess which one do they do they use because I the the US system is very different it's state by state, but you have federal, but if- Right,
1: federal law usually trumps state law, but state laws are allowed to make their own laws and I think they're making a point with this. That Biden went against what the national thoughts are. He went against the public on it.
0: So it's not. It's so they're not actually effective. Those bills, right? Because you still have the the, the, still the states federal. can still
1: hold. The states can still enforce their own bills until the federal law comes after them,
0: basically. Okay. And uh, how have you found? You know, for me. Like my biggest fear is public speaking. Like if you told me go swim with sharks <laughs> or stand on stage and talk in front of 300 people, uh, you know, I pick sharks hands down.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm pretty much that person too. Um, <laughs> as I say here in Minnesota, it's like, oof um, <laughs> it's something that I have to prepare for. It's something that it takes a lot of time. I know the first time I spoke out, um, I was just about so nervous that I felt like I was going to pass out. <laughs> but thankfully, uh, when I started to break down and and cry during my speech, mm-hmm. I had one of those girls' moms from Connecticut sitting next to me and she held my hand. And then I just I knew I was in the right place. Well, and, wow. you know, it's difficult, nice. but stepping out of your comfort zone is how you grow. And here I am, like I'm going to be doing some speaking engagements this fall, where I'm a keynote speaker. It's pretty crazy.
0: Uh, I see you're getting emotional. Yeah, it's it's okay. Um, do, I'm a very. Know,
1: it's uh, very. It's a very passionate, real thing. I can see women deserve protection.
0: Yeah. And you feel like you're sometimes just like screaming, uh, you know, against against the wind, like just every everything's in your face.
1: Yeah. With a, a megaphone in my ear telling me I'm a transphobic, bigoted racist.
0: Yeah. And that's not the case.
1: Exactly not. No, this comes from a, a place of love.
0: Yeah. The problem is that that's the problem is you're not able when dialogue is shut down, when people are not allowed to, to to speak their opinion, when people are not allowed to just save and uh, forget the common sense stuff, even let's say this is not common sense. Let's say this is completely insane, right? Which it is not. But hypothetically, <laughs> you should still be <laughs> able to voice your opinion, right. have a conversation. And, really? And let's have if you have civ- an open dialogue where enough people contribute to this conversation, the best idea will eventually float to the top. But if you shut people down, that you're only getting one side of the argument.
1: And that's what they're exactly doing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, is it fair to have the coach say in front of all the other girls, do you mind if Jimmy plays as Julie today? You can't yeah. put that societal pressure on those girls. It's up to us to stand up to fight this.
0: Do you see this happening in in schools as well with, with younger kids?
1: Like at how all, at all how ages, young? At all ages. You know, there are co-ed leagues when younger because the, the separation of the differences isn't as big yet. Yeah. Um, but there are still girls sports that deserve the right to be girls sports and we see it in gymnastics even boys invading girls gymnastics very very young and then they're allowed to wear a different uniform even
0: at what age do you feel like guys kind of push push ahead like around 12 probably 13
1: we see it younger i would say 10 10 but the physical advantages are, are very clear from the beginning. But that gap starts increasing, of course, after puberty. So that age is different with everybody.
0: Yeah, there was a um, there was a female MMA, uh, a female sorry uh, yeah uh, a male that transitioned to female uh, MMA athlete, and she was just demolishing some of these girls. I, I know she has one loss. Uh, he
1: yeah he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pronouns are poison. Once they control your language, they control you. And we can't give in on any part. And as much as people might see that as hateful on my part, it comes from a place of love because I'm telling the truth. There was a male MMA fighter, Fallon Fox, that did not tell their female opponent until slightly before the match that they were male. The female opponent decided to still take on the match, got their orbital bone crushed, their skull split open, needing staples. Yeah, they said later on, Tamika said that she had never felt so overpowered in her life.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I guess the only pushback i would I would put on that is, if people want to be called something, I understand that. I'm not I'm, that does not mean that obviously there's still biological male. It's kind of like
1: I think we have to be very clear with our language. We have to be very careful on crossing that line. Mm. Once we give in on language, they control it all. And I'm okay if I'm having a conversation with my transgender friend, I might use their pronouns out of a place of respect.
0: Yeah. Exactly. That's what I mean. It's it's I think it's about respect, about being nice. I think I think nice is such an an undervalued thing nowadays, like being nice to others. I think that goes a long way, man. I think just. But where's show- your
1: line of niceness? Is it nice to call Both them their ways. pronoun? Is it nice to Both let them ways. in the bathroom? Is it nice to let them in the team?
0: No, no, that's. I'm. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, I think generally speaking, because we live in the social media age, and our attention spans are so short. And we have to get our message across in like, you know, in an instant. And even when we go in and this is why podcasts, I I think podcasts are great. And these type of formats are great because there's long form conversation. But when you have to have quick sound bites and you have to get your message across so quickly, oftentimes nuance is lost. And I just feel like. Being nice to one another because we're not very nice right now, especially in the last couple of years. Right. Especially but you since have to, COVID. let's
1: let's let's look back. I gotta cut sure. you off. Let's look back when you start calling Fallon a she. Well, let's link this from sports to the prison. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, all of the female stats from male rapists who now consider themselves female are now considered female rapists and female uh of Offenses in the books. So now it's going to look like females are con- are committing these offenses. And it's really a male step. We cannot start giving in to the labels.
0: No, I agree with that. I agree. I'm not denying that a biological male is a biological so male. But when you
1: just say she, it's not, we can't be nice is what I'm yeah. trying to say. We have to stop being nice. It's time for women to put their stake in their ground. Womanhood isn't a costume. We're not a test, we're not a hormone level. We are what we are. We have X X chromosomes.
0: <laughs> You're very passionate about. It. I I'll be honest. I don't have enough. Um I'm in too deep, like you said. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> I not, know too much. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not like I I I I feel like this is something that people should know about. I feel like this is something that is wrong. I don't have enough... I commend inter-
1: you for having this conversation, by the way. Thank you again for for ta- tackling this.
0: No, 100%. And it, it's it, it's not even about, I think, tackling. I, I just want to learn more. Because uh, because the way I see it, it's not correct. And I want to learn more. And I want to learn more from people who know. And I've tried to have... I've tried to have a few people on the podcast. And uh, no one wanted to come on. <laughs> I'll be honest. Like, people didn't did want to have this conversation... And I was like, okay, that's that's a bit weird, which made me actually want to discuss it even more. I'm like, wait, why don't people want? I actually now <laughs> really awesome. want to talk yeah. about it.
1: Right? It's in, it's intriguing. It's kind of like a train wreck. Like, why is this going on? You're a human. You can't help but look.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so want to know more? <laughs> I'm intrigued. Like, I don't know. When people tell me don't talk about something or don't have this conversation, I'm like, I'm definitely having that conversation. And yeah. this is true for everything. I've had a, a a lot of different guests on, and we've covered a lot of, you know, I've had a guest on a couple of podcasts ago and we were talking about what's happening to the Uyghurs in in China, which is, again, something that I've had that people didn't want to talk about in the past. They don't want want to criticize China. But I mean, we have to call a spade a spade. And there's certain things where you just, they're just uncomfortable conversations and people are like, you know, I, I don't actually need this. Why do I need this headache to talk about this topic? Let's talk about happy stuff.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> that's where we are right now. So for me, this is just a, a learning curve. I'm I'm trying to learn more along the way. I am no by no means saying that I know uh, you know like that I'm an expert on this topic. I'm just learning and I, you know, the more I learn, the more uh, yeah, I don't know. The more I learn, the more I know.
1: Well, it's good that you're actually putting in some research, unlike others.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And well, I know I came from this from a good place too, and did a lot of research before I started save It It was, it was a place to highlight the truth, a place for reason in this debate.
0: And and who's your co-founder? Is she a friend?
1: I, I founded this all by myself. Okay. Um, I have some advisors and some ambassadors that help uh, Linda blade up in Canada and some athletes here in the United States. Um, yeah, but it started just a woman in a computer a few years ago.
0: Yeah, you started what 2019.
1: Yeah, Yep, 2019, just a couple weeks after the the protested competition.
0: And have you? I, I feel like now you you get a lot of um. There's a lot of people behind you. There's a lot of people supporting you, right? Uh, the I momentum.
1: Feel- the momentum is definitely growing. The tide is turning.
0: That's what I feel.
1: It's becoming more comfortable place for people to speak up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And and
1: I've... once it becomes trendy, you know, just like transitioning has become trendy and and, bow, and kowtowing to that ideology, it will be hopefully trendy here. We'll see the tide turning to protect females and that should be a trend that stays. It shouldn't be a trend.
0: No, 100%. I humans love trends. Like there's there's a new fad that comes along every <laughs> few years and i feel like you ha- there's a need for people to 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 speak up on certain topics that makes other people feel like they they can be brave enough to talk about it so there are people like you there are a lot of people that i actually follow on twitter that are amazing and they like every time they'll post something, the amount of hate they get, and I just don't understand it. And look, it takes it takes um, it takes courage. It's not easy, you know. There, there there's literal death threats, and they don't get taken off of Twitter. And uh, there there's no people just saying horrific things.
1: <laughs> they don't they don't get censored, but yet we get our whole account taken away, our whole livelihood. At times, we know what social media can mean to people for saying, but a male isn't a female. Yeah. A man isn't a woman.
0: Yeah. So. I hope when I put this on YouTube, they don't take it off. (laughs) That's all I hope. (laughs) Um, Beth, thank you so much. This was uh, eye-opening. I'm glad that you came on and we could have this conversation. And I'm glad that I could learn more in the process. And hopefully, the the listeners that listen to this, you know, take something away from this as well.
1: Thanks for having me on. It was
0: fun. Where uh, where, where are there some good places for for people to look you up, the organization?
1: SaveWomenSports.com. You can find everything you need there from the state legislation to the federal legislation, the allies that we're working with and how you can get involved. Join our team, SaveWomenSports.com.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, guys, you heard it. Check it out. Make up your own opinion. And Beth, thanks again. This was great.
1: Thanks for having me. All right. Take care.